This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn. I'm super excited to chat with Nicole Chenault. She quit her six-figure career without a backup plan. I am so excited to hear about that because so many people would love to do that and just don't have the stones. So like Nicole's my new hero. (laughs) She started a handmade drinkware brand that has a heavy use of profanity and snarkiness. (laughs) is there anything better um her business was born from a joke and a mental breakdown and she now sells her products on multiple platforms in retail and wholesale outlets and in many boutiques and even ships internationally nicole coaches women-owned product-based businesses to help them scale their business at their own pace and on their own timeline their way i love it welcome nicole i'm super excited to connect oh thank you for having me jamie i'm excited to be chatting with you today so i understand that you're a baby witch on this journey So I don't know how much my card of the day is going to resonate for you today, but if it, if it's not like nailing it, come back in six months and listen to it again, because I see your path unfolding in front of us as we speak. It's exciting. (laughs) This, This is, I don't know if you can see, it's the golden Atlantean dragon card. So I have all these card decks that I pull from. And when I was like, which one do I feel like resonates for Nicole's energy? It was totally the dragon energy. So I was excited because I don't use that card a lot. So this basically says you're awakening back to the knowledge of Atlantis and the root of your talents, your gifts, and reclaiming your mastery so that's why I said like check back on this in six months because you're on that path from my perspective and like shifts unfolding and it's blossoming and it's going to be magic I yeah I feel like that is happening right now things are starting to definitely unfold and I'm starting to um, step more into the coaching side of my business is really new so that's something that I'm um that it's unfolding and starting to, I'm starting to get more nudges. Like this is what you should be doing. Cause I really love to help people. And so this is a way for me to do that. And what's funny is um, I had a dream two nights ago and there was a big black bear in my dream. And I was like, what the hell? And it was like running around <laughs> the perimeter of our house and we were all freaking out. And then we became friends with it. And we like, it was like our ah. pet. And so when I, when I was like, I need to look this up because this is just wild. And I guess it's very rare to dream about black bears. And basically it's about being brave and overcoming your fear and stepping through the bravery, which is kind of cool because in the dream we were scared and then we became friends with it. So it was such a trip to see how aligned it was with what I'm doing internally and what's happening for me in the moment. Totally. 
So, so let's dive right into that bravery. Tell me about quitting your your career. This is like, it's so exciting. <laughs> it is on this end of it. It was terrifying <laughs> on the other side of it. But um, so yeah, I was working as a retail store manager for a major, major grocery chain here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'd been with the company since I was 16th. I got hired on my 16th birthday. So I was, wow. and I quit. <laughs> I quit a day before my 17th anniversary with the company is, was my last day, I should say. Um, that's, and, pretty, that's a pretty long run with, a with any company. Yeah, yeah. I went from a bagger all the way up to the store manager level. And so. Super cool. Yeah, it was fun. And it, you know what? It taught me a lot. And I used a lot of skills from that to my business now. But I'm thankful that um, I was able to step away from that. So at the time, I, my daughter was probably about 15 months or so. And I was really struggling with work-life balance as a store manager. There is really no off days. If you're off, your phone is still blasted, um, getting calls and texts. We were in um, corporate's backyard. So we always had visits from VPs and all of that. So it was always oh, a fire no. drill. Yeah. And so um, I got transferred to a new store to go fix it. And um, every after about a couple of days, I was like, I just I don't want to do this anymore. My commute had gotten gone from 30 minutes to about an hour each way. And I was calling my fiance every day at work crying like, I don't want to do this. I hate it. And oh, no. But how many people can relate to that feeling? Like, like yeah. I, you're telling women's stories across the world. Yes. And I was the breadwinner. We had a child. Like I, I had to, I felt like I was trapped basically. And so I had to cross the Richmond San Rafael bridge every day to get to my store. And when I would get to the front of that bridge, I would get physically sick to my stomach. I felt like I was going to vomit. Um, I just started getting really, really anxious. And so um, I think after about a week or so, my fiance was like, maybe you should just go to the doctor and, you know, take some, get some time off of work that way. So I went to the doctor, they gave me a week off and they sent me to a psychologist and she was like, okay, well, I want you to imagine you have um, an imaginary umbrella. And when the stress comes and things start falling, just open your umbrella and it'll fall around you. And I was remember, remember thinking, I'm going to hit you with my imaginary umbrella. Like, what kind of advice is this? I was like, okay. And then I went to my doctor and he was like, we get you three options. You can do what you're doing. We can put you on medication or you're going to have to find a new job. And I knew I didn't want to be medicated because I knew what the, what the problem was, what was causing this. Yeah. But I was like, there's no way I could leave. And so I went back to work. And then I kept calling my fiance every day crying. And finally, he's, he had it. He was like, we can't do this anymore. Put in your two-week notice and we'll just figure it out. He's like, this is not, not going to work. And so uh, with his blessing, I put in my two-week notice and never looked back. <laughs> ah, I love it. That, and like, you, you tell the story that has so much emotion, like the ups and the downs and, and it's so prevalent. Like I know of the great resignation right now. Yeah. There are still so many people, not just women who are feeling that anxiety. So you are like yes. the lantern bearer. You're like, look, I can do this. You can do it. 
<laughs> you can. I mean, and it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to say that. But you have to, you know, everything in life, there's challenges. And you just have to figure out which one is worth the hard. So for me, being financially right. set and being mentally distraught and, you know, being a, not a good mom and a, not a good partner, or it can be worth, okay, we, we don't know about the finances, but my head is clear. I've got a good family life balance happening. So I decided that was the hard that I wanted to, to choose. So tell us about this journey into creating your own business and how you've manifested that. So the funny thing is I, everybody and myself included thought I was the least crafty, creative person on the planet. So when my, after I quit my job, my cousin came over <laughs> and she was helping me trying to figure out like, what are my strengths and weaknesses so I can apply for a new job? And I had like, just got a cricket. What am I going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> no, now they're just like <laughs> blown away. And it's just like, yeah, they're really, they're really proud and just like floored. And I'm, I'm shocked with myself too. Like, this is not something that I would have ever, you ever imagined doing. But yeah, so my cousin I was over helping me. Yeah. And she was like, I just got a cricket. Do you know what a cricket cutting machine is? Yeah. Okay. So, and I made something and I was showing her my, my mug and she was like, well, if nothing else fails, it works. You can always be a cricket master. And we laughed and she laughed and I was like, huh, maybe I can do something with this. So I started, uh, I posted a few things that I made on my Facebook group. And one of my former employees was the first person that asked me to make her something custom. And then it just started from there. Went from Facebook to Etsy. Then I streamlined everything, opened up on, um, I do jane.com sometimes on have stuff on Amazon. And then I pivoted again and started a different process, which led me into wholesale. And now we're in over, I think now it's over 150 shops and boutiques internationally. That's fantastic and super exciting. So what have you learned about yourself on this journey? I've really learned that um, the way I see success is way different than what I thought it was. I thought success was, you know, you work really hard and you go climb up the corporate ladder and then you make all this money there and you're, you have your house and you're successful. But to me now, success is however you as an individual um, wants success to look like. So for me, I don't want all the big fancy things. Now for me, success is having time freedom. It's having the financial freedom, of course, and it's having the freedom to do what I want when I want that's going to make me happy and my family happy. Awesome. Um, so before we went on, we started talking a little bit how you're stepping into this spiritual journey and really getting to know yourself. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so in I started my business in 2017. And in 2019, I was like, this isn't working. You know, things were growing so slow. I wasn't bringing in enough money. And I started to go on job interviews to get a part-time job just to fill in the gap. And after about a couple of weeks of doing that, I was like, well, that's stupid. That's just going to take more time away from what I'm doing. So what I need to figure out is how... Um, to move forward and strengthen my mindset. So I went on this mindset journey um, and I started diving into podcasts about mindset, 
which led me into a podcast about manifestation, which then led me to more books about, you know, mindset and manifestation. And then I started to like, okay, well, angel numbers. Okay. What is the, what are the animals around me mean? All of a sudden we started this year, we started having a blue Jay who would always come and eat our food out of the dog's bowl. And we call him Bluey. Bluey's <laughs> never left. Bluey's been here for a couple of months now. My daughter named him Bluey. And then now we have mockingbirds that are hanging out in our yard all the time. And then we have the crows in the front yard all the time. And we have tons of butterfly, white butterflies all the time. So just like starting to look into those things. And then um, I'm starting to attract more people who are more spiritual, I feel like. So um, recently cool. I did a pop. Yeah, yeah. Recently, I did a pop-up vendor event, and the person I set up next to, her name is Leanne, and she uh, she's a psychic medium, which is what um, she calls herself. And so she's a medium, and she does tarot reading, and she has a history of tarot reading in her family from ancestors who are date back to being in Italy of where it started. And so um, her and I have built a friendship, and so it's kind of cool seeing something that I I would have never, you know probably been open two years ago well and it's magic how you landed next to leanne at exactly the right time when you were open and it was the next step yes yes it's very cool and what's funny is we started doing this is a a pop-up that happens every every month um and so we make it a point to set up next to each other and the first pop-up was three months ago and she said to me um one day I'm gonna have my own store and I'm gonna have your tumblers in my store well last week I put my tumblers in her store <laughs> awesome. so, really cool. I love it <laughs> it was crazy because we as we were stocking them we sounds other, like a... <laughs> what's that like we saw this we we saw this but Louis, yeah Louis sounds like our kind of person <laughs> oh she's definitely your kind of person definitely she teaches um yeah. spell writing classes all kinds of things yeah she's awesome oh awesome yeah <laughs> so we'll have to we'll have to do a group call with with leanne and have her on our next chat <laughs> yeah that would be fun so tell me a little bit about your foray into the coaching world. So that came from another pop-up. So I was at a pop-up and there was, and I knew in my, I, I knew I was like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing this one. It's a small one. The, the way it's set up, there's not going to be any traffic. And there wasn't, no one can hardly anybody came, <laughs> but I started talking to a vendor next to me and you know, telling her like, these are the ways that you should, we, you should find pop-ups. Like I told her, I knew this was not going to be a good one. And I should have listened to my, you know, and not come. And she ended up telling the tips that I told her to another vendor. And that vendor stopped me in the parking lot and was like, can I grab coffee with you? Um, the last vendor told me all of the things you were sharing. And I would just want to, you know, pick your brain. And I was like, sure. And I was like, we could just do zoom if you want. Cause she lives about an hour away. And she said, no, she drove the hour away to meet me at a coffee shop. <laughs> And we chatted and I was like, you know, I was thinking about doing coaching and she was like, sign me up. And so she was my very first coaching client. And I was like, and awesome. that's why I did that event. <laughs> that's why I went to that event. It's because, and, and coaching my cousin has been for like 
maybe a year now, you need to coach, you need to coach, you need to coach, you know, so much, you know, so much, and people are really comfortable with you and you, you would be really good in coaching. And so I fought that, fought her on that for a long time. Cause you know, I had still have imposter syndrome as you know, a lot of us sure. deal with. And so um, my first coaching client helps me kind of, her name is Michelle and my cousin's name is Michelle. So oh, <laughs> I, it's just funny how things like all the synchronicities and stuff. So I was like, all right, here we go. And so I started coaching. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so like, tell, tell us a little about your, your ideal client. I know you said you work with women owned businesses, but tell us more about that. So my ideal, ideal, ideal client is women-owned businesses who are in probably their first to three years of business, um, especially if you're handmade, because a lot of people don't think you can scale or they don't know that you can scale a handmade business into multi-million dollar businesses if you wanted to. And so uh, my goal is to help people who are on the earlier and you know get things in place make sure their pricing is correct so you don't burn yourself out at the beginning um and open their eyes to all the different ways and the non-traditional ways that you can go to scaling and growing your business and that you can do it you you literally <laughs> can do it <laughs> that's awesome um because a lot of women don't have that like it sounds like you're a coach and a kind of a cheerleader yes showing up to reinforce that lack of confidence that so many women have. And I think a lot of women feel diminished, like, especially if they have a handmade product that people say, Oh, that's just your, whatever your crafts, your little craft yeah. business. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's just bullshit. Yep. It is. Cause people will pay big money for your little craft business products. <laughs> and Nicole knows how to help you with that. Yes. And that's funny because with the first coaching client, Michelle, I had like this whole outline of things, topics we we're going to cover and things we we're going to do. And like the first session in, I was like, okay, this is, we just need to roll with what she is struggling with in the moment and what she wants to work for next. And so, and, and there were days where it was just like me saying, okay, well, I actually, I'm seeing all this on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Unfollow those people. You don't need to, you don't need to see that. Get that negativity out of your feed. Follow people that you aspire to be and create positive things in your feed. So helping her to be, to change, you know, her confidence, not only just in the business side, but in herself. So I, just, I learned very quickly that I don't have the plan that I need to just go off of what the person is needing from me. So you're really leaning on your intuition to guide you. Yes, absolutely. Even though you say you're just starting on your spiritual path, I don't know that I really buy that. <laughs> well, maybe then again, it's like another imposter syndrome thing. And just because there's so much to, to you know, the spiritual path or things that, or what is presented as in like, you need to know this and you need to know that. So it yeah, just well, seems like, Maybe you need to stop following those people on Instagram. <laughs> Take my own advice. <laughs> that that's totally true. Like I have somebody come across my my path, whether it's a coaching client or whomever, 
And I hear what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, shit, I should really implement that. My I know. <laughs> it was like, okay, you take your own advice now. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> right. And I'll even be like, like after the session, I'll, I'll stop and I'll be like, all right, I heard you. I got it. I'm on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So where do you see your business going from here? So I would like to continue working one-on-one -on -one and I want to um, also create courses because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people like to do um, self-paced courses as well yeah. um, and keep growing my product side as well because I want to make sure that I'm in there and I'm knowing what is changing on platforms so that I can accurately help my co coaching clients as well. That's awesome. So where can people find your products if they want to contact you or buy direct or how does that work? So I have a website. It's just fbombsandbooze.com and that's where all of my products are. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at fbombsandbooze as well and shoot me a DM for even if you just have questions. I have people message me, where do you get your tumblers? I don't gatekeep anything go I'll tell you where I get my supplies and all how to do whatever and if I don't know the answers I'll send you to someone who I think will help you so um that is the true collaborative method and that's awesome because so many people are like oh no that's my secret like, yeah like you know the, the little old Italian grandma who won't tell you what she puts in her meatballs <laughs> yeah. and then you watch her and there's nothing special like <laughs> it's just her love <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's no way for me to make enough products for everybody. So I don't mind. And I like, like I said before, I like to help people. So if you have questions, I am an open book and I will share the answers. That's awesome. And that's really wonderful of you to make yourself accessible and to help and support others. Yes. Um, so what if people want to get in touch with you about coaching? Where do they find you for that? I was also on um, Instagram. I don't have anything, um, I guess, officially, officially set up. There's not like a landing page or anything. So right now it's all through um, relationships that I've built um, with people or people reaching Perfect. out and we go through that way. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how the universe brings the right people to you? Like it's clearly put you in the right place and now it's bringing the right people in. You know, I was thinking the same thing when you, we talked about being on your podcast. I was like, what? That's kind of a trip because I would never be like, okay, I'm going on this type of, you know, to talk to this type of a person. How would I fit into that? But it does work. And it was meant to be, I feel like. Totally. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You are you are in the fold, whether you want to be or not. <laughs> oh, I'm there. I'm there. My fiance is looking at me like, what is going on with you? I was like, oh, don't worry. You'll be there too soon. <laughs> it sometimes takes them a scooch longer, but they get yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So we'll put all of your contact information and links to your website and Instagram in the show notes so people can find you. And check out the really cool stuff you're doing in the world. 
Oh, yes. And I forgot. I did set up a 15% um, a off discount code for your listeners. And the code is cap all capitals and it's bitches. And that'll save you 15% awesome. off of everything on our website. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> thank you for that. And thank you for spending some time with us and sharing your bravery and your excitement and your energy. Yes. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Awesome. Thanks everyone for listening. See you next week on Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 